This is the Find Your Focus podcast with Goals Classroom. We chat with inspiring and creative entrepreneurs to encourage, empower, and equip you to take the next steps in your photography business. We want you to leave each episode with actionable steps so that you can gain confidence, book your calendar, and earn more income with your passion. So grab some coffee or your drink of choice and let's get to it. Hey everyone, I'm Logan Fay and the host of the Find Your Focus podcast with Cole's Classroom. Today I'm talking to Sarissa, who is an educator and photographer who offers coaching for ambitious entrepreneurs. She uses Facebook groups to connect with her clients on a more personal level and to make meaningful connections. Something that I really love about this interview is that she tells us how to start a Facebook group that would be beneficial to your business. She tells us the steps that she took when she first started hers so that you'll be able to get started or revamp yours right after this episode. Let's dive into this interview with Sarissa. Sarissa, thank you so much for joining me today. Absolutely. I am so excited to chat with you, Logan. So you are a photographer and educator, which I absolutely love. Can you tell us about how you got to where you are now in your photography journey? (laughs) It's been an interesting journey for sure. I am a planner. I like things that are predictable. And so the last eight or nine years have just been absolutely wild because they've been neither of those two things. (laughs) I was an elementary art teacher for 10 years and I loved my job, but ended up having a major surgery, which gave me a moment to really sit and think about what I was doing with my life and what I really wanted. And that was when my business, Immerse Photography, was formed. And originally I joked that I was going to just like teach during the school year and shoot during the summer. And that was going to be all fine and dandy. And God had other plans and my business exploded to the point where my first year I photographed 60 different families. Oh my gosh. Right. And it was at that moment, it was like, oh, oh, there's something to this. And then other photographers started taking notice and they were like, hey, what are you doing? And so I started going to coffee with them. And because I'm a teacher, I was like, well, I can teach them how to do this. And so I ended up leaving my classroom bittersweet for sure, but I wanted to spend more time with my family and really use my skills. And so I was doing photography and business coaching. And then that just got so huge that now what I do predominantly is I coach female entrepreneurs and guys are welcome too in my community. We're the Sparkle Society and we call our guys our glitter guys. So if you're a guy listening to this, please know you're welcome as well. (laughs) But you know, we really just have a lot of fun. And so I spend the majority of my time now coaching female entrepreneurs, specifically photographers. And it is absolutely a blast. Never thought I'd be here, but you know what? I'm loving it while I'm here. So I love that your education journey led you to another part of education, doing something with your passion, photography, doing something that you love doing. Yeah. It's been so cool to see it come full circle because I taught in a classroom and now I'm teaching again, but online and on my terms. And fun fact, my current studio is only about a quarter mile away from my old school that I used to teach at. And so like when I get up and drive here in the morning, it's just very, very surreal. So the whole thing has just been so cool. I just feel so blessed to be here. That is amazing. I love hearing where people come from because not a lot of people start out saying, oh, I'm going to do photography as my full-time job. It usually starts out where you're doing something else and then kind of get into photography and then you kind of see where things go. Yes. It's like the photography chooses you. You don't choose the photography. It chooses you. I think you are so right. So many people start that way. Yes. I love that. Photography has chosen us. (laughs) (laughs) So let's chat a little bit about Facebook groups. Why are Facebook groups so amazing for small businesses? 
Oh my gosh, this is one of my absolute favorite topics to talk about. And for those of you listening, I'm going to give you a little bit of context. When I was, you know, a baby business owner, I was so lucky to have an amazing group of photographers. We had a great community. We got together. And one of the things I learned very early on was the power of social media and how it's not just putting a photo up there and hoping people see it and hoping they engage. Like there's actual strategy and there's things and steps you need to take to make it work. And so for those of you listening, I know that someone whose business is called the Sparkle Society, and you might be prone to underestimating me, and I'm used to that, and that's fine, (laughs) but here's what I want you to know. I have started three six-figure companies exclusively with social media. I will tell you right now, I will be the first to say my website is crap. Don't go look at it. It's there. It does the job, but I have grown exclusively with social media, and so what I'm sharing with you works. And I've used it for an in-person business, an online business, and a partnership with another company. So take notes as you're listening, because I'm telling you this is impactful because I know most people, when we start talking about Facebook groups and, oh, you should have a Facebook group for your business. The immediate reaction, if you don't have one yet, is to say, well, I already have a Facebook page. I already have Instagram. And then there's stories. Like I don't have the time to do one more thing. And so the first thing that I want to say is I totally hear you. And I know that, you know, we have a finite amount of energy that we can spend out on our social media, but here's what I want to say, my friend, if you have a finite amount of energy to spend on social media, the place to put your energy is inside of Facebook groups. And I'm going to prove it to you right now. Here's why I say this and why I so strongly believe this back in June of 2017, Facebook changed their mission statement. And if you Google it right now, look it up, you'll look and see words like community, conversations, relationships, debates, things that indicate an intimate, close relationship. And in fact, in May of 2019, I believe, at their keynote conference, Zuckerberg himself got on stage and he said to the crowd, the future of social media is, and I want you guys to think, what do you think that word is? What do you think he said? The owner of Facebook, one of the most popular websites and one of the most influential websites in the world, got on stage and said, the future of social media is... And you could have maybe guessed live or paid or whatever, but the answer is private. Zucks got on stage and said (laughs) the future of social media is private. And he wasn't talking about your data, not telling you anything you don't know, (laughs) right? He's not talking about your data. They were talking about, and they went on in this conference to discuss this, relationships, If you think about it, if you are in a Facebook group with someone, you are more likely to have something in common with them. You have chosen to be there. If you are having, you know, a DM conversation or a PM conversation with someone, you are more likely to have an intimate connection with them. If you are going to an event with a group of people, large or small, you're more likely to have an intimate relationship with them. And so Facebook knows that they are huge. It's changed massively. If you've been in this industry for five, six, seven years, you know, and you've seen the changes. Facebook is huge. So they're taking the steps right now to make it feel more intimate to provide a better client experience. And this is where your groups come in. If Zuckerberg is getting on stage and saying the future of social media is private, and if the Facebook mission statement has changed, guys, those are key clues that we have to pay attention to because if that's where they're saying that they're going to focus their energy, guess what? That's where we need to focus our energy as well. 
Did that blow your mind a little bit? It did. <laughs> it definitely did. <laughs> I'm just sitting here kind of like in awe, just soaking in everything that you just said. <laughs> Thank you. I love talking about this. And you know, here's the thing. And depending upon when you're listening to this podcast, we know that the algorithm changes and social media changes. And I've recorded interviews or lessons and like literally gotten home. And I remember one time when Instagram changed and it was only squares. I'd recorded an Instagram training that day. And I was like, now you can only put photos that are squares. And literally that night I got home and it was like, Instagram now has rectangles. And I was like, (laughs) son of a bus driver. But depending upon when you are listening to this, this number may be a little bit different. But what I challenge you to do even right now, like if you are not sure that you want to listen and you are sitting there like, oh, I just uh, pause this open up your Facebook account. And here's what I want you to do. I want you to grab a post-it and I want you to scroll down until you've seen 20 posts or ads or whatever in your newsfeed. Okay. Scroll down. So you see 20 and then on your post-it, I want you to make some tally marks. I want you to scroll back to the top, but as you scroll back up, I want you to make tally marks. How many posts are you seeing that are from personal, you know, individuals? Okay. How many are ads? How many are from pages? How many are from groups? How many are from events? I want you to make those tally marks because over the last several months, what I have seen consistently, guys, and listen to this, what I have seen consistently is that I am seeing the same number of posts from groups as I am from pages and ads combined. Let me say that again. (laughs) I'm seeing the same amount of posts, and I'm sure you guys are going to see something very similar, the same amount of posts from groups as you are from pages and ads combined. So if you have a finite amount of time and we want to work smarter, not harder, I'm not saying ditch your group. I'm not saying stop running ads. I'm saying invest more energy in your group. I love that. So can you tell us a little bit about your Facebook group and strategy? Yeah, absolutely. This is so fun to talk about. So as you guys are creating Facebook groups, you have to really take a step back and ask yourself, like, why? What is my goal here? Because there's a lot of different ways that you guys can create Facebook groups. And so for me, I have three main businesses that I run. One is a partnership with an MLM, a network marketing company. And I know that triggers people, but I've had a great experience. So one is a partnership group. And so I have that group and that's kind of just a community group. It's a free group. It's a girls only group. Anyone who wants to be in there can be in there. And I use it to nurture and develop relationships and talk about the products that I love. But we also talk about a lot of other stuff. Another group that I have, I teach beginning photography classes and I don't focus on my photography business as much as I do my other businesses right now. It's very much on autopilot, which is such a blessing. And so I just have one small Facebook group for my immersed photography. And that one is only for paid clients who have taken a photo class with me because I want them to be able to continue to ask questions. And I want that to be an asset of that course. And so they can tell their friends like, oh yeah, I took a photo class and There's a private Facebook group that's exclusively for people who took this class, so you should totally take it too, right? And then the last group that I have is for Sparkle Society. And again, I've got paid groups for people who've paid for workshops, but I also have one large community group that is really focused on education and resources, and it's a place where people can come and ask questions revolving around business. And so I use all of those groups differently. I leverage them all very similarly, 
but I have different goals and purposes for each group. So as you are thinking about creating your own group or modifying the group that you have or reviving one that's not doing very well, here's the thing. I heard one of my friends say this, Jen Liner said this years ago and it always stuck with me. She said, what I'm sharing with you is a way. It is not the way. Mm-hmm. So I'm telling you, Facebook groups are important. That's really non-negotiable at this moment in time. But how you do it, how you grow it, how you leverage it within your business, well, that's up to you and only you can make that decision. So there's lots of different ways. You can do a VIP group, you can do a paid customer group, or you can just do a community group. It's really based upon what your goals are and your needs for your business and your sales funnel. That is all such good information. So I want you to talk to me as if I was a beginner, no Facebook group or anything, maybe a Facebook page, but no Facebook group. Can you give us some steps on where to start and what to do? Yeah. Okay. So the first thing you need to do is you need to take a step back and look at your sales funnel. And if you have not ever designed a sales funnel, I highly encourage you to do that. Basically, it's a place for you to define your client journey. Like how do people find you? How do they take that next step in the relationship? How do they start to work with you? How do they invest? How do they become a repeat client? It's a journey, right? And so the first thing that I encourage you to do is I encourage you to look at that sales funnel and say, okay, well, where am I strong? Where am I weak? And what do I really need to do to grow my business? Because maybe your business grew like mine really quickly. And guys, I used to sell out, Logan, my personal best was, gosh, I think it was like four years ago now, I sent out an email. I did all the promotion for my fall photo shoots. And I finally sent out like the official booking email, like, okay, calendar's open. Here you go. I sold out the rest of that calendar year. And it was early August. I sold out the rest of that calendar year in eight minutes. Oh my God. Right? Like, I used to always be like a nervous wreck. I remember like we were having lasagna for dinner that night and I was sitting at the table, you know, the email goes live and my assistant was the one manning it. And I always get so nervous, like, oh my gosh, is anyone going to book? Oh my gosh, does anyone like me? And she texted me and she was like, you're sold out. And I was like, it's been eight minutes. And she was like, I know you're sold out and I'm starting a wait list. And it was mind blowing. (laughs) But maybe your business is like that. And if that's the case, then maybe creating a free community group isn't necessarily what you need because maybe you have more clients than you need or can handle. So maybe you do a VIP group to nurture, Mm -hmm. to get those repeat clients, clients that you love working with. But maybe you're just starting out, like you said, and you don't really have a large client base. In that case, it might be an opportunity for you to start a community group and make this a group and hear me closely because there's different roles. Pages and Facebook groups have different features and settings. Your page is kind of like your front yard. Like, hey guys, I got a business. How are you? Honk if you're happy, right? That's your Facebook page. But your Facebook group, that's like your front porch. Like, come, come sit down with me. I'll make you an old fashioned or I'll make you a sweet tea or whatever it is that gets you excited. Like, let's sit on the couch and let's just like chat on the front porch. This is the place for them to get to know you a little bit better because I know that you guys have heard this. If you're listening to this podcast and hanging out in Cole's classroom, you guys know this. There's three things that really influence people's buying decisions. It's the know, the like, and the trust factor. Yes. 100%. Right. I'm sure you guys have talked about that so many times and you've got to interact with people. And there's usually at least 
at least seven touch points before someone will consider hiring you. And so your Facebook group can be an opportunity to create those touch points, to build those relationships, to get them to know you, to like you, to trust you. And when you're creating that content in your group, guys, I always tell my clients, and I do this myself, 80% of the content you add in that group should be value added meaning it's ways that they can get to know you. So silly things behind the scenes or inspiration or humor or tips or like, I don't know if you guys saw this, there's this really great local event. You should come check it out, right? And then 20% is promotional because if 80% of the time you're making their life better, people are going to listen to what you have to say. They're going to be more like to engage with it. And when they engage with it, you get in the newsfeed. And when you get in the newsfeed, it helps you promote later down the road. And so I want you guys to think of your Facebook group as an opportunity for you to really build those relationships. The settings, there's so many settings, guys. I mean, we could turn things off and on. I recommend having a closed group where it's not open to the public. Anyone can request to add, but you manually have to approve them. But aside from that, it's not as much about the settings and the buttons that you push as it is about building the relationships. I love that you say 80%, 20% because I think a lot of people that have groups probably do a lot of promotional yes. posts in there, but they do need to get to know you and yeah. you need to support them rather than just saying, hey, buy this. Hey, here's yeah. this deal. Yeah. So I like that you brought that up. Yeah. And if you've got a Facebook group or a page or Instagram, whatever, and you're not getting a lot of engagement, my first question for you is, are you promoting too much? And then secondly, and this is a whole other conversation, so I'll keep this super short, but are you engaging? Right? Like, are you asking questions? Are you inviting them into the story? Or are you just using this as a place to dump information and dump promotions and ads? You don't want to be the marketing advertisement flyers that show up in your mailbox in that big coupon pack that's like, here's 50 <laughs> businesses, right? That can be what your group is if the only thing that you do is promote. And I know that putting out the human element and building relationships makes you go like, oh, I just want to push the button and take photos and edit and do pretty things. And I get it. But there's so much more to running a business than just doing and creating beautiful pictures. I love you mean it. I know you don't want to hear that, but there's so much more than just that. There is. There is. I feel like after my first year, when I finally decided that I was going to do photography full-time, it hit me that, oh, there's like a whole nother side to this photography business yes. that I didn't really think about. And I don't have a major in business. I... I'm an elementary school teacher. Yes. <laughs> so thinking about things like this, about groups, just all of that behind the scenes stuff is so important to running your photography business rather than just going out and doing photo sessions and posting photos. Yeah. Cause you can run yourself into the ground, you guys. And mm-hmm. I mean, you know this, and I know that there's a ton of resources here. If you are working yourself to the ground, like my first year, I photographed 60 clients. Was it exciting? Yes. Was it life-giving? Absolutely not. I was tired all the time, (laughs) right? And so you have to ask yourself, what can I do to optimize my business? What can I do to optimize what I'm doing? And then how can I up-level the experience So that way I can raise my prices and feel really good about it because I know that I'm providing a great experience for my clients. And when you start to provide not just a photograph, but an experience and a Facebook group becomes one part of that, man, we're getting like philosophical right now. (laughs) But when you get that Facebook group as part of that, you guys, everything else that you do is up-leveled. It all works together. So when you are posting in your Facebook group, 
Are there posts that you also use on your Instagram or Facebook pages? Ooh, this is great. That's a great question. So that's going to come back to how you're leveraging and using your group. So right now I'm kind of using my group as a front porch. So I'm using my page and my Instagram to drive people to my group rather than doing vice versa. Although you can Mm -hmm. also do vice versa. So let me talk about what I do first. So, you know, I might go into my group and I might do like a training or a video or tutorial or share something really funny or juicy or hilarious or embarrassing. And then what I'll do is I will pull a clip from that. And if I did a video, I'll even grab my phone and maybe on Insta stories, put like a fun filter on it and grab like a 15 second clip of that video and be like, Hey, this is what you missed. Because FOMO, guys, is a huge driving decision maker. Like people don't like to have FOMO. They don't like to miss out. And so if you're like, hey, this is what you missed. Look at all the fun that we had. Oh my gosh, blah, 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 blah. Hey, if you want in on this, you're welcome. Go click the link in my bio or swipe up or hey, come hop in my group. You're welcome to join us too. And so I don't necessarily reuse it and repurpose the same way I would like on a blog or my page. Like if I do a video on YouTube or on my page, heck yeah, I'm going to repurpose the crap out of that. That's going to be on my blog. I'm going to pull screen grabs from it. But if it's inside of my group, I want that to feel like a more intimate relationship. So I'll use it to pull little clips like Insta stories or things like that. But I'll use that in a way that it's teasing the content and actually attracting people to my business and making them want to be part of that insiders group. Definitely. Yeah. Fear of missing out is a real thing. (laughs) And if people see that they are missing out on something, (laughs) they will be there in a split second. Absolutely. Especially, and this is a great way to sell too. I remember Nate from Sticky Albums shared this with me one time and he was like, Hey, if you were doing a video and you are showing people something that's an online asset, and this could even go for your Facebook group guys, do a screen share and show them this is Mm -hmm. what the website looks like. This is what the Facebook group looks like. Look at all the posts. Look at everybody that's commenting on here. Because if you can show people, not just tell them what they're missing, but if you can show them what they're missing, oh yeah, FOMO through the roof. Yes. I 100% agree. I'm one of those people who, if I think that I'm missing out on something, I will usually sign up or (laughs) join the group or whatever. I do not like missing out. (laughs) I don't either. We have a pit bull and he is the most selfish little creature. And we joke that he's the fun police. And so if you're talking to the kids, he doesn't care. But if you laugh, if anyone laughs, he comes running in a hurry and he growls. He's like, stop having fun without me. Like he has the most FOMO. It is the funniest thing. And our clients, you guys are the same. They don't like to miss out. So show them what they're missing. I love it. Thank you so much. I have things that I can walk away with and implement into my Facebook group right away. I know our listeners can take what you have taught us today and either start their Facebook group or maybe revise it a little bit to make it work better for them. So thank you so, so much. Absolutely, guys. It has been a privilege and an honor to speak to you today. Go get those Facebook groups down. Actually, what we say in my group and my community is go glitter done. So you're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. If our listeners want to find you on social media, where can they find you? I am over on both Facebook and Instagram, Sparkle Society on both, but on Instagram, it is sparkle.society. Just look for the pink sparkles and you'll find me. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. Bye guys. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Find Your Focus podcast with Cole's Classroom. I hope that you got some great takeaways from this episode that you can apply to your business. 
Make sure to visit colesclassroom.com backslash podcast for the show notes and any links that we talked about during this episode. If you like this episode, head over to iTunes and tap that five-star button and leave us a review.